Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. United trying the game from the Kia Studios. Northern Kia Studios. John Fricky with you. You might hear it in my voice. Um, <clears throat> I'm fighting a code. One of my good friends, Dave Farrell, is fighting a code, too, and he was sending me a, a text saying, yeah, I'm fighting a code, too. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, so there's a code going around, apparently. So voice sounds a little bit different today. We'll, we'll get through it. We have another hour with you at 404-726-0929. On my show, you are not a caller. You are a guest. And I'm asking you if you agree or disagree with me or where I'm wrong. And I actually want you to disagree with me more than agree with me because uh, it's more interesting to me because I could be making a mistake here and missing something, and and and, uh, and I'm inviting you to do so. Uh, I, I tend to play, and I don't want anybody out there to misunderstand me when I come back at them about Trey Young. I'm not saying, you're wrong, you're wrong about Trey Young, you know, when people say things like he's not a leader, he's not a team player. That's their opinion, that's fine, and that's what they see, and there's a lot of evidence here, and you know, let's not forget that when he was with Coach Mack, he more or less skipped out on the team in one game, Okay. So and there are big questions about his leadership. So it's it's a fair question about there was another game where he was having problems either with the coach or with John Collins or both. Where I'm watching this thing and he's walking the ball up the court and you know I think he had four points in the game. He didn't carry. He didn't want to be out there. I mean he could get to be you know immature and petty. Uh, yet at the same time he's the second best player in the history of the franchise, and he took it within a an injury situation to possibly – if they beat the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think they beat the Suns. I think that they were on such a heater, but that team had different players around him, right? That was, that was a team that had guys like Kevin Herter, and it had Solomon Hill. And you, don't underestimate the importance of a guy like Solo. This team does not have a Solomon Hill on it who's an enforcer who can protect Trey. If you go after Trey, I'm going to come after you. He's kind of like that hired gun next to the narco guy, right? I mean, that's what Solomon Hill was. And so I don't understand how they're, they're piecemealing this together, trying to figure out how to make a, a title. If, if the Hawks cannot figure out how to put the right pieces around Trey to win an NBA title, there is no reason to have Trey Young here that I can think of. Because the goal isn't to just go to the game and watch Lucas score 73 and Trey come up with 30 and 11. That's not the goal, okay? The goal is to win an NBA title. At least in my world, I, you want to go for the show, that's fine. I'm not going for the show. I mean, the show's great. Don't get me wrong. I love the show. But I'm the, to me, the show is winning. Uh, that's the show. That's what I want to see. Uh, I mean, I had... Uh, I mean, Joe and Josh, and they won 50 games every year, right? And then they would peter out in the playoffs. Uh, I go way back to the day with, you know, with Neek in those years. 
or even before that, um, with guys like uh, you know uh, Steve Hawes and Armand Hill, and of course uh, you know the even the to the Hubie days, right early Hubie days in the seventies and Hubie Brown days. Uh, so, uh, this team's had success over the course of time. They've had some really good teams. They can't get over the hump here. And it's just a matter of finding the right mix of players. Okay. It's the, that's what you can have a superstar all you want, but you've got to have some guys around him that mix well. You know, that's why a Duncan works with a Ginobili and a Parker. That's why, you know, even Jordan needed a Pippen. And we kept saying, well, he needs a Batman. Well, he doesn't need a Batman. He needs, he needs a Superman. He needs another star. And he needs an enforcer, okay? And so, I don't know. I, I get so frustrated watching the Hawks, I can't stand it. Uh, but hopefully tonight they win. They're playing the Raptors. It's Kids Night at State Farm Arena. Live coverage right here on the home of the Hawks. Begins at 5.30 with the tip at 6 o'clock on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We also have NFL news uh, with uh, Zach Robinson hired as the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, pardon me, of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Zach worked with a former quarterback at Oklahoma State, uh, was the quarterback's coach and the passing game coordinator of the Rams, worked with Raheem there. I, I don't really know much about Zach. I remember him as a college player at Oklahoma State, but I don't know much about anything as a coaching career. I mean, they say he's good, you know, 37 years old, uh, bright future, could be a head coach kind of thing. So I'll take him at their word, but it won't matter how good Raheem is. It won't matter how good Zach Robinson is at an OC if you don't have a quarterback who can, you know, make plays or not make bad plays, at least not make bad plays, right? So that'll be the most important thing. But nonetheless, that, that part of it's done. Atlanta United wins its preseason opener yesterday, beating Birmingham 2-1. And so United season's underway. And then we have the NFC and AFC title games tonight. Again, a reminder that the AFC title game kicking off at 3 o'clock will be on our sister station, 1380 News and Talk WAOK. Then we'll have the Hawks here against the Raptors. And when that game is over, hopefully a win, for God's sakes. I mean, the Raptors don't even have Siakam anymore. If you can't beat the Raptors, oh, they didn't beat the Wizards at home, so never mind. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, so after that game's over, we will join the Lions and Niners in progress live on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. So I've been asking you today at 404-726-0929, where am I wrong? And look, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong on at least two of these. Maybe I'm wrong on all four. I have no idea. Uh, I don't pretend to be, I'm right, I'm telling you. I always hate the 2020 revisionist hindsight. I told you. See what I told you? Um, God, that drives me nuts. Um, what? The Ravens and Lions win today, and I come on and I go, see, I told you the Ravens. I'm just <laughs> spitting in my hand. Everybody is spitting in their hand. Now, if you have some insight, if you have actual insight, and I, and I say to you when I have actual insight, I'm telling you this is going to happen. Now, the preponderance of my career, which for those of you in Ackworth means the majority, the large part of, uh, it was spent uh, not only just doing talk shows and anchoring and whatnot, in, in mostly in Atlanta, but some in New York and L.A., uh, is uh, college football, all right? So I was a college football guy my whole life. I know college football, inside and out, left, right, back, up, forward. I've covered multiple conventions. I know the sport. I've done play-by-play in the sport. I College football and me have been around for 50 years, so I really have a deep knowledge of college football. So when I tell you something about college football, like I was trying to explain to some people a few years ago, that, hey, listen, this is about to blow up again. We're going to get super conference. There's going to be a four-team playoff. This is 10 years ago. And then when we got to the four team, I told Chuck Reed, I need to know it's going to 12 teams. And he's like, no, it's not. And I went, yeah, John, it's going to 12. SEC is going to demand it. They go, and sure enough, the SEC demanded it. 
And that's why I'm telling you, we are going to super conference, by the way. So just trust me on this because I, I know the people and I can see it all coming. All right. We are going to super conference. That's going to happen. It just, it's going to take a meeting of Petiti, the commissioner of the Big Ten, and of Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC. They meet in Nashville or they, you know, with the, I don't know, meet in Indianapolis. They meet somewhere and have a cup of coffee. And then those two decide we're going to break away from the NCAA. We're going to form a super conference. We're going to do uh, television contracts together and we're going to reorganize everything here. And because they walk in with 34 teams, 18 in the Big Ten and 16 in the SEC, and they say we're going to invite 14 more and have a 48 team league, uh, or we're going to invite 22 more and have a 56 team school league, and then we're going to do all of our own rules, which, by the way, I think is an extremely good thing. Okay. It will be very good because they'll be able to lay out all their own rules, the heck with the NCAA, their rules about NIL, their rules about uh, recruiting, their rules about roster sizes, their rules about all, everything will fall upon them to create a new rule book for this new version of, of college football here, this super conference, whatever they want to call it. Uh, anyway, that's that's there. So that's the one area that I do know. Okay, So when I talk to you about the rest of this stuff, I don't know, I could be wrong. I mean, I could. It doesn't matter to me. It could be. Uh, Super Bowl is going to be the Ravens and Lions only because it's Michigan's year, right? Michigan wins the title, right? Jim Harbaugh is the coach. Who's the coach of the Ravens? Oh, it's John Harbaugh. Where, where do the Lions play? Where? Oh, that's Michigan, right? Yeah, okay. And uh, by the way, did you know where the NFL draft is? Oh, it's in Michigan this year. <laughs> it's just Michigan's year. I'm just telling you it's Michigan's year, okay? They're having a run. You know, bully for them. They're having a run up there, up north in pure Michigan. They're having a run. And so, and I've underestimated Jared Goff way too many times in my career. Uh, and so I'm going to go with the Lions to upset the Niners. I, I could be wrong. It could be the Chiefs and Niners, you know, and Yoko Swifto's out there at the Super Bowl. I, I guess part of me has a little bit of kind of pulling for the Ravens because I don't need the whole Yoko Swifto Super Bowl thing. Just, oh my God. Um, I think that the, um, the Hawks are, uh, have entered, um, into the zip code of uh, blow it up this offseason. I think uh, after what happened with Luca, they entered the city limits of blow it up. Uh, I think they're getting closer and closer to their destination of blow it up in the offseason, and that's where I'm standing right now, but I could be wrong. Uh, I say that Raheem Morris, uh, as a Falcons head coach, will have a better record than Jim Harbaugh as the Chargers head coach in year one. And, of course, I'm guessing here because I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. And uh, the, the, to the one person, man or woman, couldn't tell, uh, wasn't, Kind of, a, it could go either way. Who uh, screamed at me on? I'm pretty sure it was Twitter uh, that the Braves didn't do enough in this offseason. I totally disagree. I think they did fine in this offseason. I still think they're the best team in baseball, uh, and uh, as a result, I think they're going to have another record-smashing year, and they're going to go farther in the playoffs this year than they have the last couple of years. Primarily because I'm hoping they avoid the Phillies in the opening round. Uh, let's go to uh, Peter at four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Hey, Peter, welcome to the show. Hello, Peter. Okay, Eric, no Peter? All right. Put Peter back on hold. Yeah, let's put Peter on hold here. 404-726-0929. As we get ready for all of this uh, and we get ready for... Yeah, he was busy. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed that. 
Well, I don't think he was busy. I think Peter did that intentionally. It, it, he told me he wanted to talk about the Braves, too, so you actually queued him up so well. But, uh, oh, too bad, yeah. Peter. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, so what do you think? Am I wrong when, when the, the, the guy, Eric, says uh, Braves didn't do enough that I disagree, that they're still the best team in baseball? Uh, Talent-wise, roster-wise, they very well may be the best team in baseball. Doesn't mean they're going to win it. Doesn't mean they're going to go any further. You're right. They don't need to see the Phillies in the first round. I mean, I just don't understand it, how you can win 100-plus games and then get into a five-game series and lay it eggs. And we've seen it years and years and years and years and over and over and over again. I just don't understand it. Um, we need Spencer Strider to go ascend to the number one spot so that we can go out there and put a one versus a one, and our one is going to shut down your bats, and we can't keep falling behind in these short series in game one. That's the biggest issue. Yeah, the 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 Braves have got to – and the, to the caller earlier uh, about Acuna, one thing that Ronald Acuna doesn't have right now is a, uh, a World Series ring that where he was an active participant because he was, you know, injured and, and not playing. I mean, he was on the bench. Uh, the second thing he doesn't have is a go-to moment in – you know, there's no legacy moment in the playoffs for Ronald Acuna. I mean, I guess there kind of kind of could have been – you know, but it hasn't happened, really. Um, I mean, heck, Michael Harris might have kind of a legacy moment with that play he made, which we thought in Game 2 last year was going to change the direction of the series, and it didn't. Uh, one of the greatest defensive plays, or arguably maybe the greatest defensive play in the history of the Braves. Uh, so, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, Ronald's going to have to deliver when the, when, this, when the stakes are high. And, and But that's true of everybody. I mean, Austin Riley and Matt Olson and Sean Murphy and everybody. It's true of Ozzie. It's true. I mean, that team failed in the postseason in the last two years, and it's not just the pitching. It was the hitting, too. So uh, we got to have to make sure we get that all kind of squared away here. 404-726-0929. Let's go to Bentley. He's on with John. Hey, Bentley, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Hey, I just would like to say I'd like to comment on the uh, Lions – uh, 49ers games today. If the Falcons can't have good shiny things, we don't never want Shanahan to have nothing good and shiny. Thank you for taking my call. That was a short and sweet one. Um, yeah, I guess I, I I hadn't thought about it in those terms. Um, I kind of like Kyle, uh, you know, personally. Uh, uh, yeah, but he lost his playbook, and I understand it. Believe me, I do. I don't want him to have shiny things either, actually, out in San Francisco. Uh, his dad was one hell of a Hall of Fame coach, and he's a pretty damn good coach himself. I, I do like somebody said, you know, uh, that 2016 coaching staff, which was insane, by the way, do you know who was on that staff with Dan Quinn? Mike three, McDaniel had coached. Yeah, three current head yeah, coaches? Mike, yeah. And not just current head coaches. How about Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco, Mike, uh, Matt LaFleur, Green Bay, and Mike McDaniel, Dolphins? Really good coaches. Yeah. And, and 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 another, I mean, Dan Quinn's a current defensive coordinator, and we got another OC. Wasn't the little, wasn't LaFord's little brother on the staff as well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, it, that was a very impressive, not a very good young football minds, just one run play and one block. That one run play, I was in that building, John, in Houston. One run and play, one block. We are Super Bowl champions. Yeah, one block by a guy who eventually sold us out and said he always wanted to be a saint. Oh, God. Want to talk about you're mad at Shanahan? D Devontae Freeman can't come with him. Uh, nah, nah. 
There's an all 11 of that play, too, where the all 22, where you can see everybody in the field. Devontae makes a block of any kind. Julio is, Matt Ryan, before he gets sacked, Lona, Julio is wide open by 10 yards. One block. And nobody, One block. nobody within 10 yards of him. One block. It's a touchdown. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Our old buddy Mel wants to jump in. This, this ought to be fun. We'll do that next on Sports Radio ninety two. The game. Sports Radio ninety two. The game from the Northern Kia Studios on this Sunday. Hawks and Raptors uh, five thirty pregame six o'clock tip. A kids' night at State Farm Arena tonight. Of course, it's NFC and AFC title game day today. Uh, the uh, Super Bowl is going to be the Ravens and Lions. That's what I'm saying here. Uh, partly because I just think it's a, it's Michigan's year, and I'm just kind of going to roll with that, you know, uh, kind of theme here. Uh, also uh, because of the fact that, you know, and again, this is no offense. I I don't know what's more annoying, Eric, uh, that the television networks spend way too much time, uh, and I'm not just talking about the the game broadcast, but all the news networks and all the, the we see you know websites spend way too much time on this, you know whatever we're calling Yoko Swipto and her, and her boyfriend, uh, TNT or <laughs> whatever we're calling them, right? Yeah. Um, or, or, or posters who spend way too much time, you know, blasting them about their PDA. Now, look. you know, It's I'm all a, kind of annoying. I'm a Baltimore native, and I worked in the hospitality industry. We've talked about that before. So I still have a lot of friends in Baltimore that are in that industry. Um, the, the, the Baltimore hotel and bar scene right now, is going crazy because there's a Swifty invention or you know convention going on because they're all there trying to g- grab a glimpse of this young lady who should be in MT, MT Bank Stadium this afternoon. So, okay, yeah. all right, my all right, my mom's okay. uh, actually probably I think their tailgate will start around twelve noon. She's even hoping to catch a glimpse. My seventy five year old mom is hoping to catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift. Okay, I don't even know my mom okay. knew who Taylor Swift was. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Uh, and I just, I, it's two weeks. If the Chiefs lose today, we don't have to go through two weeks of hell. I mean, that's because that's what it'll be. I mean, it'll be two weeks of, you know, you know, I mean, media day is already just annoying enough without it being like super annoying. Um, and, uh, unfortunately for the, you know, if you're a Chiefs fan, that's fine. Um, and I could be wrong. It could be the Niners and the Chiefs. I have no idea who it's going to be. I don't have a dog in the hunt. I really don't care. Um, I'm a Falcons fan, so I don't really care who the two teams are, and I don't care who wins. I don't have a team among the final four here, so it's not. it doesn't matter to me. Oh, the Chiefs won. Oh, the Niners won. Oh, the Ravens won. Oh, the Lions won. Oh, they're going to have a parade. Oh, good. Let's just move on. That's kind of where I'm at. Let's go to our old buddy Mel. Hey, Mel, what up? Happy New Year, John. Look like you've been ducking me for some reason. I can't get a chance to talk to you. But you know what? One thing I disagree with you about this old – College, college football this year, this old twelve game playoff. I know you're gonna love that. You know, the only, you know the only reason that, that, that this twelve game playoff, just my opinion, that uh, uh, the experts like you and so forth uh, tired of the team down south winning the national championship. That's the only reason. I know you're so happy Michigan won this year, so that that would never never happen again. That's my comment about this twelve game player that you. Well, I mean, I, I just, just hang, hang on, Mel. Just a couple of things. Number one, I couldn't care less about Michigan. I don't like the Michigan Wolverines. Well, I know you don't care so. less. I'm just talking about the teams that win all the national championship. You know who? That matter to me. So, so, so. Not a Michigan fan. You know the teams up north and west, 
They'll never win again. They're going to be all, the team down south going to always win the national championship. But look, the Falcons. I'm so disappointed with the Falcons, man. I was so glad that the so-called uh, 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 everybody love New England coach. I'm so glad they didn't hire him, man. You know what I mean? I'm glad, you know, that that what made my day. That really made my day when Arthur when Arthur Blank uh, uh, said, no, 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 you're not going to have no kind of control over my team. Bye. And, you know, uh, 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 the playoffs today, I had to agree with you. Because you took the two teams I like. Well, you know, you we're know, agreeing on a lot of things, Mel. Today. You're going to forget about it. It could be a thousand Taylor Swift. They're not going to have that. They ain't going to do Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City no good. Even though I was a Kansas City man last year, a couple of years, when they won. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, now, I don't care about them. You know, and you and I agree on Belichick, by the way. I, I, I was thrilled that Belichick was not here. No, I thought no, it, I, I thought it was going to happen, but I, I didn't want I was it. So disappointed this year with the season, and and, and one thing about uh, the coach that we had, now he can take that playbook and tie it up. Yeah, you think? I yeah, mean, he, and he I, I'm going to be right. Well, of course he will. I mean, it depends that. on who the quarterback is, right? No, I mean he's going to take. He's going to take. Well, you know that playbook. Yeah, right. What got him yeah. fired? Well, one of the things I think is going to be really fascinating when you hire when you come from the Rams, right, uh, Mel, and you hire Zach Robinson from the Rams, who was a quarterback coach, passing game coordinator. Uh, one of the things the Falcons hey, didn't do, make, they did it. As long as we don't have him around no more. Bye. Well, well, one of the, you know what I mean? yeah, well, one of the one of the things the Falcons didn't do a whole lot of last year, they did it to some success with Scott Miller. Was you know have a guy like Cooper Cup and get a you know a speedy little guy into you know short routes and uh, throw it out there and let him go. And um, so I expect that they're going to have to try and find, I don't know, maybe it is going to be Scott Miller, their version of a Cooper Cup, who can be, or their version of a an Amendola, you know, I mean, because one of the things they didn't do was use that little guy uh, uh, to, to move the chains. It don't make no difference. No, that other guy gone with that playbook, man. He called, he wanted, he, he's a loser. And that's where he gone. He lost all of them games, man. Give me that playbook. Bye. Bye. I'm with you. That's Mel. Mel in Southwest Atlanta. Mel and I were agreeing on a lot of stuff today, which is good. Because I've actually never met Mel. I would love to. Never you got to invite him. Mel out to one of our functions. Never met him. Uh, so it would be kind of nice to meet him and shake his hand. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Owen. Owen joins us. Hey, Owen. Welcome to the show. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm a Falcons fan, too, but uh, I was just sitting up here on this. I'm a Hawks-season tickets hold. I'm going to say something about two things. I think the, the Hawks have a very incompetent front office right now. They don't know what they're doing, so that's why they can't put the players around Trey so the team to be successful. And to be honest with you, I'm tired of looking at it, so I may not renew my tickets next year. And the other thing I was going to say is I I like what the Falcons did. I said it myself in my sleep. I said Raheem is going to be back here. I don't know why that they didn't give him the job 
after before Arthur Smith because he did a great job before in the intro and they didn't give it to him. So now they backtracking. So it kind of it kind of leaves a funny taste in your mouth about it. But I'm glad he's back. But the, uh, one last thing I would say, like to say, is on I like Detroit, Detroit Lions today, but I can't root for Detroit. And some things are unforgettable. I just I gotta look at how Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson and were doing. I don't think that was right how they were doing, and that's all I would like to say. I do appreciate it, Owen. Thanks so much. You know, and I know that some people have made a a lot about Raheem uh, Eric Slaughter about his uh, record as the interim head coach. That wasn't his team. Okay, this will be his team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, it'll be his team, his coaching staff, his playbook, his, you know, he when you inherit as an interim coach, somebody else's players, playbook, coaches and stuff like that, you're just trying to hold it together. That's all you're trying to do. Yeah, and it happened in a, you know, on a mix of a five-game losing streak. That team was just pitiful the product they were putting on the field that year and what was going on in the locker room. So the way he turned around just to get four wins out of that season right. was a great job. I mean, I was there for some of those games. Like, man, these guys, like, they don't even practice. So, no, I'm very, very excited to see what he can do. And I hear you on this Cooper Cup analogy, but I don't think we have a player in that skill set, and I don't think Scotty Miller's it. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, we may not. I mean, but it would be interesting to see if they go out and seek one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, because if that's part of the playbook, you know, a catch-and-run guy, you know I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yards at the, yeah, that's what we're yards talking about. Catch, right. Absolutely. You know, catch and run guy, and then you know you get go scat bat. That's a catch and run guy, uh, but uh, I think you know prior to that, you got to get a guy. I don't know that Van Jefferson was the answer. I think it was a nice try, uh, but of course, uh, Raheem and Zach Robinson had Van Jefferson with them at the in the Rams. Maybe they can get more out of him. You need a fly guy too. You know, you need somebody that's going to drag a safety, somebody that can go over the top and drag a safety. But you know, all that's great. But if you don't have a quarterback who can deliver the ball, then it doesn't mean anything, doesn't right? Mean anything at all? Everybody's open. Somebody got to throw it to me. Somebody's yeah, got those. Exactly. Uh, let's go to John. He's on with John. Hey, John, welcome to the show. No, I think John just dropped off. John, if you're out there, call uh, John, us back. Call us back, John. Yeah, 404-726-0929. Um, yeah, the, the, to me, I, I asked a question the other day. Uh, over the last – because the Trey Luca thing happened in 2018. That was the trade. All right, we go back. Let's do the rewind machine. Trey and Luca, 2018 um, – Trey is the number, uh, rather the Hawks draft Luca. They drafted him number three in that draft. Okay, Luca was not the number one pick; he was the third pick in the draft. Phoenix took uh, DeAndre Ayton. I'm trying to remember who took Marvin Bagley uh, second. Is uh, it Cleveland? No, uh, wasn't that Sacramento Kings? Yeah, maybe Sacramento. Yeah, he correct. was originally a King. Yep. Right, right. Uh, so Marvin Bagley uh, second, but to Sacramento, and then Luca third. Uh, to the uh, Atlanta Hawks, and uh, briefly a, a member of the Atlanta Hawks, and then Dallas at five, chose Trey Young, and then the Hawks, because uh, they knew Dallas wanted Luka, uh, traded Luka to Dallas for Trey Young, and then got another pick in, in, in the deal. They, they converted the next year to Cam Reddish. And it, there was a brief period of time where you said, look, Cam Reddish and Trey Young for Luka Doncic, we win the trade. Uh, at, you know, and so at the moment, look, Dallas hasn't you know won a title yet, with uh, with Donkich either, so they've been struggling to try and you know put pieces around him, but there seemed to be you know some kind of idea that they may be able to do that with Trey. I don't know what you do. I I just I I throw my hands up. I mean, you're either going to be able to build around him and get him because the it's like they keep going in the wrong direction, you know, and so they're not putting pieces around him that help at all. 
And as a result, uh, you know, for everybody that wants to get mad at Trey for whatever reason you want to get mad at Trey, uh, I, I there's only two ways you win a title. One, build build with the right pieces around him, or two, uh, you trade him and get so much for him in return that you build the right way. I I don't know any other I don't know any other way to do it here. And so that's why I say blow it up. You either blow it up with everybody below Trey and try and restart with that. I mean, including Jalen Johnson, who I really, really like. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to get rid of Jalen Johnson. You got to part with something. I mean, is it the goal to win a title in, in the Trey Young era here? I mean, how many more years you got with Trey? Two, three? Uh, before you have to say that's it? Or I don't know how this all plays out here. Let's go to Ricky. Ricky, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Nice to hear from you. Uh, you know, John, back, I, I go back to when Pete Maravich and Lou Hudson were running the Hawks and it, running Atlanta at night. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've seen the Hawks. They have Trey. They can keep Trey and Jalen and even DeJounte. But every night they get out-rebounded. They do not have a legitimate big man. It's so easy to see if they had a 7-footer, 6'10 guy. And that's my take on the Hawks. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, Clint Capella is just kind of showing his age a little bit. He's still a you know pretty effective player when he has a really good night, but he is not night in, night out. He's not effective, and we haven't but seen yeah, the growth from Okongwu that we wanted to have. Yeah, we still like I watched the Warriors Lakers last night, and Anthony Davis when he's in the game, it's such a big difference. And we, we've got to get a legitimate big man. Uh, that's why it's not we don't play defense; we can't rebound. We don't have the length in the front court. Now, yeah, I, I, I get, I get, real quick, I, real, real quick. quick. For the Falcons, you got to trade Kyle Pitts to the Bears for Justin Fields, and then this is so silly, but then draft Bowers for your tight end, your guy that can take the ball anywhere, and that'd be a hell of an offense. Yeah, well, it might be a hell of an offense, and, and I'm not opposed to Brock Bowers. I just wonder how fans are going to feel about drafting an offensive guy again when you need a rush edge. Though Bowers is a special talent. I think Kyle Pitts still could be a special talent, too. We'll see if he gets healthy and he gets the right coaching. Let's not forget that he was second most receiving yards ever by a rookie tight end in the history of the NFL. And then, okay. All right, uh, one more segment, and then we'll take you to the top of the hour on a, um, a Hawks-Toronto Raptors Day. Coverage begins at 530 on Sports Radio 90 to the game. It's ringing. Sports Radio 92 on the game from the Northern Kia Studios. John Fricky with you. I have a cold today, so, <clears throat> you know, forgive me here. Uh, one more segment, and then we'll take you to the top of the hour. We do have Hawks for you. I, again, this is how it's going to work in terms of the uh, football today. Uh, AFC title game between the Chiefs and the Ravens will be on our sister station, uh, at least on the radio, on our sister station, 1380 News and Talk, 1380 WAOK. And then the NFC title game between the Lions and Niners will we'll join that in progress after the Raptors and Hawks wrap up tonight. So we'll have that for you as we all head to February 11 and uh, Super Bowl Sunday. And then it gets real. You know, see, I just want, Eric, I, wa- I want the Eric Slaughter's back at uh, the mothership. Eric, I want the Super Bowl to end so I can begin, you know, okay, now we can get into – what I really care about, which is the Falcons offseason. Oh, amen to that. Yes. Get over it. Let's get to the senior bowl. Let's get some evaluations, free agency, and, um, you know, see who happens. And, John, I got something for you real quick. You want to believe this? Okay. I got a friend that's listening that says, oh, I used to listen to John up in uh, Chattanooga. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, man. OWRCV days, yeah. There you go, man. You know, small yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was yeah, 91 through 95 or somewhere, 96 you're maybe. You're dating uh, yourself, yeah. John. You're dating yourself, man. You should have yeah. said last no, week. That was a great station. <laughs> no, it was a great station. No, I, look, I began at, at WGST, in, uh, which is uh, News Radio 92 on Far Road and, and Piedmont in 1979. So. And, and, and about three, three weeks after I start, some guy walks in and he, he comes in, in the newsroom. I'm the only one in there at the time. And he says, he looks at me and says, hey, um, who do I need to talk to? And I said, uh, can I help you? And he says, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the new sports team. And I said, what's your name? And he says, Steve Holman. Oh, wow. That's, that's how long I've known Steve Holman. Okay? <laughs> that's crazy, John. That's crazy. Well, the first sports team that I was with at WGST was me, Steve Holman, and Brad Nessler. That's fairly good. Those Just two guys it, went man. on to have a decent careers, didn't they, John? You're a career maker, well, John. I, so you're the career maker. I mean, I had a pretty decent career, too. I mean, man, I'm, just yeah, I'm just teasing you. Decade at CNN was main anchor of Fox Sports in Los Angeles. I, I did okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did okay. Uh, let's go to Evan. He joins John on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Hey, Evan. Hey, John. Thanks for having me on. Uh, just curious your thoughts on you know the Falcons focusing on the NFL draft and the potential for an NFL team that may have a franchise quarterback that's willing to trade for you know the Falcons' first round draft pick this year, maybe next year. Uh, maybe looking to get, you know, a Brock Bowers or the generational talent that they may be looking for. Um, do you think there's a team out there that has a franchise quarterback they're looking to get rid of, or are the Falcons kind of going to be focused on getting a quarterback in the draft? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Evan. Uh, look, the price of Justin Fields is probably going to go up with the bidding that goes on. Nobody's trading transfer quarterback. I, you're just not doing it. I, the, the, the Lions traded Matt Stafford as a franchise quarterback uh, because they knew they weren't going anywhere, all right. They just they knew that they just weren't going anywhere, and and, and the deal that's one of the rare trades. It's sort of like the Michael Vick Chargers trade, one of the where the Chargers get Ladainian Tomlinson. Uh, the, one of the rare trades that works out really well for both teams. For the Lions, it really one of the reasons the Lions are so good is because of that trade. They got Jared Goff, and they got so much value. And, of course, it worked out for the Rams because guess what they got? A ring. A ring that Raheem Morris and Zach Robinson wear. And so it worked out for both teams. Uh, you know, a team that wants to trade a, tra- a, you know, a franchise quarterback at this point, I, I can't see it. Uh, but because it's – quarterbacking, as bad as it is in Atlanta, okay, we're not the worst. I know. I, it's hard to believe. But there are so many bad quarterbacking situations in the NFL that are even worse than ours. New England Patriots. Well, I mean, you can go down a list. Washington Commanders. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch. Carolina Panthers. I mean, yeah. I'm interested to see what Carolina could do. I is Bryce going to be able to have some people around him that can help him? I, mean, I think the whole franchise is a damn disaster. So I don't know if how much I could put just on Bryce. Uh, but you know, it's not like the the Falcons are alone. I mean, Aaron Rodgers does he play with New York or not? I I don't know. Beats me. I mean, some teams get lucky, right? I mean, San Francisco got lucky. San Francisco, every oh Kyle Shanahan's a great coach, really. Kyle Shanahan traded up for for Trey Lance. That was a he traded up for Trey Lance. That's a disaster move, and he got bailed out because the last player in the draft turned out to be a decent quarterback. Bailed out. If Brock Purdy never happens, okay, 
San Francisco 49ers, yeah. Let's go to uh, Alec. Uh, Alkin, is that correct? Did I get that right? Uh, yes, you did. I... Alkin, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, how you doing? Good. Hey, I'm calling in. I was just uh, letting you know, I kind of agree with you with uh, the picks. I like the, I like the uh, Ravens, too. Um, but I was just toning in, too, about the Falcons. I kind of like uh, Desmond Ritter. He does pretty well in the fourth quarter. I know he turns the ball over a lot, but I think if we can get a good, if we can get a good quarterback coach in here, I think Raheem Morris brought in a good OC that's a good quarterback coach, too, and just kind of see where he develops because that was his first full year as, like, a quarterback. Uh, so, you know, he's really kind of a rookie uh, as far as getting the starts and getting the experience. I know he's uh, making us bump our heads a lot, man. Driving us crazy, but I don't know. I don't know if he's just so. I don't know if we're so quick to get rid of him now. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? You think he should? I know you know you keep saying we should get rid of him. I don't know if we could if he could get developed or not. I don't know his potential, his upside. I think his ceiling is kind of high. I'm just. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know who you're listening to. I can only speak for myself. I have not come on the radio and said we should get rid of Desmond Ritter. That's yeah. ever come out of my mouth. Well, no, I'm just saying, um, not, 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 I don't necessarily say get rid of him, but like, yeah, drafting for a quarterback or figuring out. Yeah, like I mean, I think he needs. I, yeah, I would like to. I would like to have him be the backup. Gotcha. Yes. So, and learn. Yeah, and get some more time in under his belt. But I kind of like the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I enjoy your show, man. Thank you so much for having me on. I just wanted to kind of weigh in on that. I kind of. I'm just excited to see what the Falcons do this season. Yeah, me too. I'm with you, Alican. I I am. I'm I'm with you. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Look, Desmond Ritter, I think the franchise still believes that with the proper coaching, uh, that Desmond Ritter could turn into something. uh, And I fully expect that he's going to be the backup next year. Taylor Heineke is not going to be the backup. I I, I can't see them starting Desmond Ritter. Um, I think they could, by the way, they could. They could end up starting Desmond Ritter next year. They could just what? see. Here's a here's a, here's a problem, Eric. Talk to me. And I, and I mentioned the, the draft. If right. if they don't trade up, right? Okay, mm-hmm. let's say that because it's just too prohibitive the cost to trade up. And and I think at this point we know that Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels are probably going to go one, two, three. So you're not going to get any of those three, and you're not trading up. The cost is too great. So you're sitting at eight. You may have your pick of Michael Penix or Bo Nix, right? Or you know what I'm saying? Okay. So let's say that just for the sake of argument, you took Michael Penix. And you brought him in here and said, oh, Michael Penix is a starter. They go to camp, and Desmond Ritter outplays Michael Penix because he's in his third year. Forget about that. I don't, this. Can we stop with the rookie thing? Um, he's in his third year, right? Mm-hmm. And he just outplays Michael Penix because he's just been around more. And, or and Michael Penix's knee starts to hurt, and next thing you know. I, yeah, I don't or, think Penix. Or he outplays, <laughs> or he outplays Bo Nix, oh, yeah. and the next thing you know, you're starting Desmond Ritter uh, mm-hmm. at the beginning of next year. There, there's no yeah. problem with saying, hey, we're going into camp with an open competition. Unless you bring in a $40 million a year veteran, which I know you don't want, you go in with an open competition. You got a rookie, first-round well, pick, second-round pick, and you got a, you have your incumbent. Open competition. Let the best man win. I, I only think there's only one $40 million veteran that, that would actually come in here, and I would hope that Denver would, would pay some of his salary, uh, and we work out the money here with Russ. Um, and I'm not opposed to Russ Wilson being on this team. I'd love to have Russ Wilson if they can work out the cash, but I'm not. I don't want him to be at 40 million on your books or 50 what, million. What's Kirk Cousins' price? Well, but Kirk Cousins coming off that Achilles, I think you know, I, I think Kirk Cousins is reduced. 
You know, at his age, coming up in the Achilles. I like that word, reduced. I like that. I I think, yeah, I think he's reduced. And, you know, you can spread that out over three years or something, and I think you're not going to get cap hit. You're not going into cap hell for Kirk Cousins. You know, and I... I'm a Justin Fields guy. I know that there are some people who aren't. Uh, they throw a lot of stats at me that I kind of go, yeah, I don't necessarily believe those stats. The Bears offensive line is ass, so I'm not really worried about it. Um, I think the proper coaching, I think the up- upside for Justin Fields is still tremendous. You know, John, I had the pleasure of watching that young man play football and baseball in high school, worked with him, umpired him, refereed him, covered him. He would have been a heck of a baseball player. He, he chose football. He had a slider and a curveball that was unhittable, I tell you. Just a pure athlete. I think he could do a lot of things here, too. It's going to be wait and see. What do the new coach and OC, what do they think? What do they go and tell Terry, go get this guy for us? Right. So we'll see. On the quarterback, we'll see what they what they choose to do. I, there are a lot of options out there, and it's going to be a – it's why. I don't have any predictions because I don't know what Raheem Morris and Zach uh, Robinson, the new offense coordinators, want. I, if it had been Hoodie, it, uh, Kirk Cousins would have been here. Okay, Raheem and uh, and Zach Robinson are they looking at and Terry Fontenot are they looking at Kirk Cousins still? I don't know. They looking at uh, again. None of it, anybody who tells you they know doesn't know. All right, don't just know. keep don't that in mind. I asked the other day, know. where do you buy a crystal ball? Amazon, Walmart. Where do you buy it? Because I'll go buy two of them. Yeah. Yeah, you just you, you you don't know, you know, and then I get people shouting at me because they like to keep receipts, right? Uh, I'm not one of those people that I'm, I've got friends of mine who are in the business. They'll keep receipts on posters, and then they'll come, they'll fire back at a poster and quote tweet them about a receipt about you know something, and it's like, okay, you play that petty game, uh, but people come at me. You said ten wins this year. Oh, okay, all right, and I did. And, you know, but I, then again, I didn't have, you know, Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke blowing games at the end, you know, not tackling Josh Dobbs, not tackling Kyler Murray, et cetera, on and on and on, right? On and on and on. And not that that's a bad thing because had they done that, they would have won the division and Arthur Smith would still be your head coach. Who had uh, um, our kicker missing what field goals that are very well easily made for him? He didn't have a great yep. end of the year. He did not have a great end of the year. If he makes a couple of those kicks in the Saints game – yeah, right. A couple of those kicks in the in the Bucks game, things are different. Things are different. I mean, he let us down. I like, and we all love him as a kicker, but he let us down. No, I know he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, he let us down a little bit. This is going to be an important year for Koo because they won't have a whole lot of patience if he isn't spot on. You know, throughout the year here, you'll see a kicker change in this team because that's true too. Uh, you know. So anyway, point is, is that we, you can't know who the quarterback is going to be. Don't even try and attempt it. Um, would they trade for? I, I don't. I don't see a, a major trade coming. They just don't have the assets to trade. Um, I, I think that they're inclined. Boy, I, I, again, I don't know. I mean, are they going to trade Desmond Ritter for Justin Fields? Desmond Ritter in a two for Fields? I guess it could. Did they bring in a veteran like Russ? Trade Ritter and a two for Russ and work out the money? I guess they could. I have no idea. All right, uh, stand by. We're going to be taking you to coverage of the Hawks tonight. 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock tip. It is kids' night at State Farm Arena. Hawks and the Raptors on your home of the Hawks. My thanks to Eric Slaughter and to all of you for calling in on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.